Welcome to Seven Second Delay. Tonight, I'm very happy to welcome back my co-host, Andy Breckman, man. I might need a uh, refresher course. I think it's so cool that you went all the way up to Toronto in support of the uh, writers, and you did all your picketing up there in Toronto. I didn't, uh, I didn't get a chance to pick it yet. I want to pick it, but I can't think of a good sign to carry around. But you're a writer. I know. That's the irony. I've seen some really great writer signs. I know, Ken. As soon as I think of a good sign, I'll be out there. Oh, come on. Give me a minute. Give me a chance. I saw one writer's yeah. strike sign. What did he say? It said, A-I, more like I-I-I. See, now that one's taken. I can't <laughs> use that one. I guess they're all worried about AI yeah. taking their jobs. Yeah, right. That's what they're... Because that's a uh, existential threat, Ken. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a personal moratorium about existential threats. Or I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to limit myself to one a year existential threat. Cool. Hey, did you bring me anything back from Toronto? No. I would have, but I didn't care enough. Not even. It's not like I don't have a reason. I have a reason I didn't bring something. Not out. even like a T-shirt you picked up at the airport. Anything? No. Like, with no. a ma- maple leaf on it. No. To do that, I would have had to care like, like from one to one hundred, about eighty. Like maple sugar. And, oh, you came so close. You were like in the high seventies. Little little novelty. Really, you were hoping jug? for a little tchotchke, a little gift from Toronto. A little novelty jug of maple sugar is really what I was hoping for. Yeah. Sorry. But I do want to thank you. Uh, I uh, I know the I know we we were on the air with the original programming, and it was thanks to you. You organized these uh, interview shows. You edited them. Yeah, we had 12, uh, 12 seven second delay listeners interview us. It went, I really appreciate. Went it. very well. I appreciate their time, and I appreciate uh, your time. Yeah, we never did anything like that before. I was actually amazed and very happy at how well it went. Could you tell, did it sound like I was uh, sincerely interested in, in talking to our listeners? It sounded like you were overly interested. There you go. That's yeah. how you do it. That's exactly the secret of good radio. Yeah, you wouldn't even let them interview us. You were so intent on interviewing them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They never suspected that I... Uh, it was just I a could, cover. Yeah, I couldn't really yeah. care. Yeah. That's the secret to good radio. Is it? Pre- pretending. Duh. Not well, being duh. honest. Well, duh. Let's see here. And what else has happened? What else? No, what are you? Oh, you're showing off. You're showing off the voice disguising. I just had to make technology. sure the voice disguiser was working. It's working. Because you think we're going to get calls? People, uh, people that have signed NDAs. Yeah, yeah. Tonight's program is uh, we want to invite anybody who's ever signed a non-disclosure agreement. That's an NDA. Do you think we have listeners that have signed NDAs? Yes. Have you ever signed an NDA? No. I never have either. What makes you think there's a pool of listeners out there? Here's why. Yes. We were having lunch the other day. Yeah. And there were around six of us at the lunch table here. Yes. And I talked about this idea. Yes. And two people at the table said that they were subject to an NDA. Two out of six. From previous jobs? Yes. Or current jobs. And were they willing to disclose? Uh, well, they would tell you what the jobs were, but they couldn't disclose. Well, I didn't ask them what they had promised not to disclose. But uh, when I told them that we were going to disguise people's voices, uh, they, were, they were game. You know what I would have done? What? I would have had you hold them down, and uh-huh. I would have tickled them until they spilled the beans. Well, we're not doing that tonight. No, no, we won't do that. In fact, we're gonna. If, if people want to call and uh, tell us their experiences with NDAs, we will disguise their voice. We won't ask any particulars, right? We won't ask uh, for any details. We won't ask the name of the company, right? Although, wait, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they volunteer the name of the company? Oh yeah, good qu- good good question. I mean, unless they were one of the few at that company that were asked this. Right, thing. that's right. So let me give the phone number. Is that the same phone number we've always had? Yeah, I changed it while you were gone, but I changed it back just so that you could have an easier time. Why would you do that? Why even go to that trouble? Just trying to mix things up. 
keep things interesting. Variety is the spice of life, Andy. It is? Yeah. So the phone number is once again 201-209-9368. Did you ever see that stuff? It's mustard mixed with relish. Already pre-mixed. Horseradish? No, it's not horseradish. You can buy it. It comes in jars. It might be, might be a product of Heinz. Yeah, are you warehousing that in your garage? No, but I would say, if it was up to me, if you're asking me, uh-huh. that's the spice of life. It's mustard mixed with relish. Nothing better. Yuck. Well, I say yuck to variety. <laughs> so there. 201-209-9368. No one's calling. We have a call. I, I bet you $100 if no one has an NDA. We're not going to get a single call. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, dear God. Dear God. It's from the bowels of hell. What is Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Let's try this again. Uh, your mother sews socks that smell. I think if we oh, yeah. Oh, that's from... Uh, sketch. That's from The Exorcist. Uh, okay, there. Now now you've disguised his voice. What did he say? Your mother wears socks that he smell? Was quoting, he was quoting... Lin- socks that smell because I couldn't directly quote The Exorcist. Oh, right, right. Yeah, because you're... TV. He's quoting Linda Blair. Right. But for a sweet little moment there, we heard his real voice. Yeah. Which negates now... He did it for a stranger in the Alps. Uh... Which negates disguising his voice from that point on, well, doesn't it? No, because, uh, no, I don't it think so. It doesn't? Nope. I just wanted to use the word negate. Yeah. Good okay. job. No, you, you used it correctly. You sound surprised <laughs> that I used it correctly. Okay, so are you a legitimate call? Are you a listener that has actually signed an NDA? I have signed multiple NDAs. I hated it every time. Um, what kind of? In each case, it was basically how I got uh, severance packages. Um, because you've been you've been let go multiple times, I'm guessing. Sure, I've, I've been in the software industry, and uh, I'm not say in the top one uh, percent or five percent of people in it. So, you know, my any job uh, can go away at any time. You have, there's no tenure in the software industry. No, unless you're incredibly good. And, oh, you've uh, got to be good, good. But not that good. That's the rub. Well, this is very exciting. So can you disclose to us uh, what was in your most recent NDA? Well, it's generally, you know, like techniques, anything you've coded, any, like, internal ways things work. Um, now, in your in your opinion, were they were they just... Were they just uh, pointless and unnecessary, like, or or were there really some, or were there really some protocols? I was not so important that they were obviously important, but I think there were some things that, with maybe me and a few other sources, some things could have been put together that would have been useful to competitors. Like what? Oh, uh, like how personalization systems work, the sort of things that give you, you know, where they work, they give you the ads that are supposed to motivate you particularly to buy something. Yeah, baby, how do those work? Um, well, I mean, very generally, it's on the basis of everything else you've done. Uh-huh. And, I mean, the thing is that this is common knowledge now, but in the year 2001, it's, you know, it wasn't as much because they were relatively new. The thing that bothered me more were the non-disparagement clauses, especially for one company, which was a huge phone company beginning with a V. Ah, yes. Hold on, hold on. How about Ken and I each take five guesses? And the thing is that uh, (laughs) I was part of a research group there, and... You can't disparage them, can you? Right right now, you're legally not allowed to disparage them. I don't know. I'm not sure what at this point constitutes disparagement, except to say that working on the inside of it on a daily basis was a lot like having to deal with it from the outside on a daily basis. Imagine if... Oh, you're being very careful. You had called the phone company. Careful, careful, buddy. Careful, buddy. You're you're walking right up to the line now. You can't disparage it. And everyone involved, uh, their attitude was, well, sure, you officially work for the same company, but you're not in my group, so... Give me a reason why I'm, I'm supposed to help you. 
it was like a whole bunch of fiefdoms kept together generally that had been uh, formed out of smaller companies, and they all had their own loyalties, and uh, trying to do anything generally would involve a, a bureaucratic runaround. Wow. Sometimes through the simplest okay. thing. He's really letting so the cat out of the bag he now. He is. For the last two minutes, of, he's been disparaging... Vonage. Vonage uh, phone yeah. service. Vonage, the phone company that starts with a V. They're the only one. It can't possibly be another one. So Vonage, you heard it here first, is just a bunch of fiefdom. Yeah, very click. They're they're very clickish. If you're in one group, uh, you they have your back. But uh, don't try to uh, don't try to intercede in their territory. Well, don't don't try to get the slightest thing from anyone else. There. Yeah. And but the, just the general principle that dealing with the phone company from the outside when you've got a problem with the bill or something like yeah. that or want to change your service. Yeah, it's a breeze. Kind of it's a joy. Difficult. Oh, difficult. Yeah, that's what I meant. But uh, it's not any easier on the inside, and it's constant. That's right. You've, t- and, you've, and you've dealt me, with phone companies, right, Ken? I'm there. I was a yes. maniac. Imagine working on the inside of that machine. Imagine that. Yeah, it smells worse there. And, uh, and this guy is, uh, this guy knows. This, this, the disparager, the secret disparager. What, what if I try to make my voice sound already distorted? What will <laughs> yeah. do? That's pretty now, good. Now you've gotten far over, way over to the dark All right, side. thank you, caller. Okay. That's our first non-disclosure agreement disclosure. Sounded like Darth Vader. By the way, Darth Vader, uh, there's, I know it was cut from Star Wars, but there was a whole sequence where he had all his stormtroopers. Uh, signed non-disclosure. I, yeah, I don't think he was cut from Star Wars. I think he was one of the main characters. No, but I mean, there was a scene where the, he had the lawyers come in and all the stormtroopers had to sign NDAs. Ah, I see. They couldn't disparage the Death Star or, or Darth Vader when they went on to other jobs. Gotcha. So if you've signed... Or they'd be sued. Hmm. Anyway, they focused, they focused group that whole sequence and they ended up cutting it. Was that John Paul Jones? What was his name? Oh, uh, not, not it was not John Paul Jones. That's the famous sailor. The uh, Jason Robards. No, Jones. Uh, uh, oh, now you're killing me, Jones. Yeah, Jones. Yeah, the Jones guy. Yeah, the Jones guy with the voice. Yeah, the guy who played Darth Vader. Jones. Yeah. What was his name? Don't yeah. Google it. Don't Google it. I'm son. not googling nothing. We're gonna get this ourselves. <laughs> We're too. I have. I don't know how many gray cells you have left. I have 204 gray cells left. Oh I can God. do this. You, you better use those carefully. Because you know if you use them. Hold on, hold on. Jones, I'm going to just hit somebody. I'm so mad. No. Jones. Let's just move on. No, I can't. Jones. You're right about the Jones part. All right, we're looking for people who. Ah! <laughs> we're looking for people. Don't who, Google it. I won't Google Now, have you ever experienced this? You can't think of something. It's on the tip of your tongue, right? Right. You move, you take out your phone, you start to Google it. And then you get it? As you're Googling, just before you Google. James Earl Jones. Don't tell me. I'm going crazy here. Okay. It's something Jones, for sure. Yeah. James Earl. Okay, hold on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It's it's driving me nuts. Yeah, no, it's it's James Earl. James Earl Jones. I'm going to get it, Ken. Yeah. So we're looking for anybody else who has signed a... Something Earl Jones. Yeah, I just said it was James. I don't think James so. James Earl Jones. No, that's not it. I'll get it. All right. Somebody else is calling who's signed an NDA. I doubt it. Ah, they hung up. I exactly. missed it. Exactly. Phone number here is 201-209-9368. And the phone number here is... Oh, the same number. 201-209-9368. Yeah, the exact same phone This number. is like riding a bike. It just comes right back at you. Come right back to you, right? You're yeah. away for six weeks? Yeah, you've been gone a long time. Just remind me, what is my attitude toward the callers? I'm a Serbic? I'm cynical? No, no. I don't. I cut them off? No, not I'm at short all. Timer. What, just remind me. You're incredibly kind. Oh, and, that's me. Okay. And, and curious. I am? I'm genuinely curious? Yeah, and you want to know? you want to know all about them. You want to know what their name is, where they're from. It doesn't ring a bell, but I'll give it a try. If that's what you say. Yeah. If that's what you say my character is on this show. Yeah, it is. Kenny, 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 Kenny. Did you bring Kenny. me a gift back from Toronto? No. 
No, if this helps you, if you feel better, I considered buying you something. Even a free T-shirt from the movie you were making? I considered it seriously. A hat? We were giving away hats left and right. There was swag. that We were drowning in swag. But you didn't bring me any swag. Ken, you're not listening. I considered it. Yeah. You were so close. You were next on the list. You were right at the cutoff. You probably brought your kids gifts, right? Yeah. What did you bring them? I brought them... Uh, your kids and your grandkids. Well, we did have crew gifts. We and all three hats. families. All three of my family. The secret family in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yep. Huh. Well, I guess somebody else uh, wants to disclose what's in their non-disclosure agreement. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. This is amusing me for some reason. Hey! It's, it's you. You're on the air. I can't tell, Ken, if you're waving or drowning. I can't tell. You're out. No, I'm flailing. You're, yeah, you're in, the, you're in the ocean. You're about 400 yards out. You're, you're moving your arms. Yeah, Are you waving rip, or drowning? Rip, it's a rip current. Yeah. I'm, oh, so you're drowning. Well, not, not yet. You're being swept no, away. No, I'm swimming parallel to the shoreline. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, Ken's going down. To get out of the rip current. Everybody wave to Ken. 201, wave goodbye. Hi, you're on the air. There he goes. Going down for the third time. There he goes. That's my pal. Hi, you're on the air. It's you. Hey, it's Aaron in Minneapolis. Oh, hi, Aaron. Oh, hey, Aaron. (laughs) I guess your voice is already disguised. There we go. Hi, Aaron. Aaron, have you ever ever had experience with with an NDA? Nice to hear you live again, Ken and Andy. Good to Welcome hear you, back Aaron. To America, Andy. Thanks. Thanks. Rule land of free. Thanks, Aaron. I'm so glad I'm living in the USA. Hamburger sizzling on the barbecue night and day. Isn't that the Chuck Berry lyric? Which song is that? I never That's living in the USA. I what song is that? To say hi. Oh, I hi, Aaron. The real reason Ken was able to have six weeks' worth of interviews is I threatened I would do a fill-in show if he ran out of weeks, and that's all he needed to finish up those interviews. That's true. I think, uh, well, then, I, I appreciate you for motivating Ken, as always, and uh, I think Ken just just uh, made it. Uh, he stretched out these interviews to fill six weeks, and we, so we just No, we it. had the perfect amount. We just made it. We had around 12 half-hour-long interviews, so it was perfect. Hey, Aaron, did, are, are you getting another call there? I think we lost I Aaron. think we lost Aaron, yeah. Okay, do you think, in, okay, we have 40 minutes left. Do you think we're going to get another NDA call? Yes. No, I don't think so. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I've worked under NDA several times, and uh, I mean so many that I can't remember most of them, but... What uh, uh, what kind of work? Kind of funny. What, what kind of work do you do? Uh, let's see. What can I say? That I'm a scientist. A scientist. Yeah. What kind of scientist are you? <laughs> uh, we can't uh, say, Ken. Uh, That's kind of privileged. A, a biochemist. A okay. biochemist. Bi- biochemistry. Okay. <clears throat> well, now I'm a little scared. And, uh, is there something? Is there something that you're not allowed to tell us that would make us uneasy if we if we knew about it? Maybe a little uneasy at me. Uneasy okay. at you. I'll, I'll tell you, one of the, the real funny one yeah. was the guy who wanted me to develop edible soap. Now, nice. I'd established my expertise on the basis of, well, well Ken, you remember the, the bubble bath that I sent to, you know, for your kids to use? I do. I drank it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> How'd you do? I did great. It was. Ed- well, I should have used that then. Yeah. Was that the week you were farting bubbles? It was one of the weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was a good well, trick. Ken does that at parties now. Well, there, there's this Korean guy who claimed to have edible soap. Uh, you know, we're talking like liquid laundry soap. Yeah. And but wait, wait. What's the advantage? What's the marketing? What's the marketing strategy for like edible you could, soup? You soap? could say it is so safe that you could eat it or drink it. But I mean, you can eat soap, can't you? I mean, it, it, no. Why? Basically, here's what you can it, eat. You it, can eat anything, technically. Yeah, they're, they're sort of uh, okay. They all have the same basic properties. They're not really acutely toxic. 
But the trouble is, anything that'll act like a detergent of any kind yeah. will give you diarrhea. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, and so I, I, I tried a formula that was basically very similar to Olestra. Oh, Olestra, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, and, and it, okay, and I experimented on myself. And <laughs> like it, all good scientists do. Yeah, and it was, it was worse than the prep for a colonoscopy. <laughs> well, you know, you know what would be a good name for that product? Squirts. <laughs> squirts. You could buy squirts on, at any grocery store. It's edible soap, but there's an asterisk there. Well, this is the best NDA story we've had yet. Yeah, but the other well, I could one... See, I could see why the guy wouldn't want this to get out. Right. The, guy, the guy working on this product, working on squirts. Right. The, the other one that I can recall was some people who wanted to develop um, vitamin vapes. Vitamin like, what? Vapes. Oh, vitamin vapes. Oh, that's right, a great right. idea. So imagine vaping yeah. Yeah. vitamins. Okay. And, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I established my... Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Give me the argument for that idiotic product. If you're going to take vitamins, you take a, you take a one-a-day vitamin. Well, it might hit faster, you know, and it, it, there are certain vitamins that are partly destroyed by the liver. And yeah, so oh, I see. Oh, okay. Swallow them, you know, it, and you, you lose some. Yeah, you can just be sucking on your B12 all day long. Right. Well, Sounds actually, great. B12 is, is a good example of that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I have to give my wife B12 shots because because yeah. the uh, she can't take it orally. So I, I get it. And so we had a meeting, and I, and I impressed them with something that they were skeptical about, that, uh-huh. that it matters uh, how, you, how you take it, how you on it for for how much actually gets absorbed versus wasted and it's like you know if you take like a deep toe and you, you you hold it in you know like that okay you you absorb quite a bit more than, but ken would know that right yeah yeah and ken so, would know that ken. and so they were impressed that if you they, should have brought ken in for your presentation well yeah and, and so uh, they were impressed that if I, you know, sucked it in and blew it out quickly, you saw a big cloud of vapor. But if you held it in for a while, yeah, and then you blew it out, yeah. nothing. All that moisture would be absorbed, and it was not visible. So that impressed them. Yeah. Oh man, but, Ken, uh, Ken could uh, Ken could make the commercials for you. Now wait, <laughs> and and how far did that product uh, uh, go? I mean, how, I don't know. He never they had another it? meeting, so mm, I, I don't know. Who knows? It was funding your. Or what? Hey, can I tell you a billion-dollar idea I had? You're a scientist. Tell me if this is not the greatest idea ever for uh, something to develop. It would be grass that grows to an inch and a half in length and then stops growing. Yeah, I mean, that's been something that people have that's been the, Isn't that, well, yeah, that's like the, um, isn't, isn't that <clears throat> the, the uh, goal? Isn't that a... Uh, so then you're also saying that it doesn't produce any seeds... So it doesn't reseed itself, right? Right. Well, usually, you don't I mean, want grass to reseed itself. No, you no. This is this is the brass ring for lawn care, uh, Ken. This is yeah. this is this is a billion dollar idea. You will never have to mow the lawn. The only thing <laughs> the gra- is it's the real grass, grass that you don't have to mow. The blade of grass doesn't know how long it is, and so you're just cutting it off at any point, and the the remaining tip has meristem in it. And will will grow from there. But wait, you know, but can, isn't there a way? Wait, is it, how close have people come? Because obviously, you know, the the people that make lawnmowers, the lawnmower company, this oh, would be they, they would hate this. No, idea. they've come after me with assassins. Yeah, I actually tried to write this as a plot of a funny comedy thriller, <laughs> where right. a guy developed this and then he was on somebody's hit list. There are slower-growing grasses. Yeah, they're slow-grow grasses, but, but no-grow grass. That's, that's yeah. the dream of every Except for the first company. inch and a half. Yeah, you have to right, grow an inch right, and a half. Imagine right. that. You water it, it's good grass. I mean, imagine ball fields. Imagine uh, right. Uh, stadiums. Right. What you'd have to do is you'd have to sod it. You'd have to pre-grow it, you know, and then put it down and have it root. But how can and you stop it from growing? It's not going to root very deeply if it's not also extending upward. 
Strange. But, how, it's how, but I guess uh, I guess it's just a dream that some of us had. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah, you need a botanist. That's well, a billion-dollar idea right there. So. Well, thank you, Mr. Mystery Science Theater. Wow, this, okay, I apologize, Ken. People are calling, 201-209-9368. If you've had to sign an NDA, we want you to uh, sow your guts. We will disguise your voice. Garen on the chat board, by the way, is saying that your idea already exists. That's I, don't, I don't believe Garen on the chat board exists. So we're at a stalemate here. Hi, you're on the hey. air. Hey, I, uh, I, I signed an NDA or a couple of them before. Uh-huh. And, uh, what, kind of work, what kind of work do you uh, do or not do? I'm in the uh, kind of the artwork fabrication realm, um, mainly working with glass. Okay. Um, oh, I can see. And what kind of secrets uh, do they want to protect? Well, it was a, a client that was very generous, and I think they were a little too generous with some of their designs. They were pretty well connected in, like, the fashion and Hollywood world. And uh, once uh, a previous fabricator they worked with kind of took one of their designs and went rogue with it, and... Uh, and it kind of went out of control from there. Um, you mean but, the design uh, was the design was so unique uh, that if somebody if somebody copied it, it would lose some value. It would it would lose some cachet. Yeah, they kind of they kind of took it for their own and then tried to sue the original designers uh, for taking their own idea in a way. Um, and, uh, and then are you talking about are you talking about a design to, are you talking about an architectural design or like a design of no it was a fashion item um, it was a fashion item yeah yeah um, that's a cutthroat uh, world Ken. but uh but, but yeah so a glass fashion item um, a gla- then, wait are you saying glass yeah glass yeah. fashion item no there's glass, no such thing a glass fashion item no correct. sir yeah. you're you're insane uh, they, yeah so they they wanted me to uh, basically make an even flashier version and a harder to produce version. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what? I'm so sorry. What? Po- what could possibly be a glass? A brooch. Fashion item. Wait, like a piece uh, of jewelry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was uh, in this case. It was. Uh, Ken just said the word brooch. What is that? Yeah, like a brooch. Are you uh, trying to say brooch? In, in this case, these were uh, bags. So. Uh, these were bags. Yeah. These were high-end yeah. fashion they bags. Kind of meant for, uh, they're kind of like super high-end, like statement uh, pieces. Um, so, uh, yeah, they essentially wanted to create ones that would be even oh, flashier okay. and I'm even sorry. harder to I'm wrong. Uh, to to uh, reproduce. Um, so, uh, but they didn't want to be burned like before. So, distinctive had, uh, high-end fashionable bags. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, brooches. A brooch, it turns out, I, again, I, I kind of corrected me. I guess your wife makes jewelry, you would know. Uh, a brooch is a type of jewelry. Is that right, Kenny? Yeah, decorative jewelry. Yeah. yeah. Designed so, to be attached to garments. Yeah, so basically... Yeah. Often made of glass. Uh, but wait, wait, but what's, what's, it, what's a brooch then? I think that's like a, um, a pin. Like a, a brooch is like a big suit? pin. Like from some flowers and stuff. Yeah. That's a different design. But the cool kids are wearing. For that one. Wouldn't you agree with this? The cool kids are wearing brooches, and the losers, the L7s, are wearing brooches. No, a brooch is to brooch a subject. No, it's a brooch to, is also a noun. It's also a piece of jewelry. Only, isn't it? only because it's been misused so often. That, Go to hell. That it's become just drop dead. <laughs> Why the hell did I come back from Toronto? In Toronto, no one went around correcting me, <laughs> smugly correcting me. Oh, I long for that. Oh, I long. Um, for you know, Canada. when I was uh, when I was editing the interviews in the last six weeks, yeah, I did notice that I smugly correct you. You do that all the time. I know it's terrible. No, I've got to stop. Do- I've got to no, stop I'm, doing it. I'm tough on you. No, no, no. It's you. I'm fair game. I'm your pinata. Yeah, but I don't want to smugly correct you i just want to correct you no you're fine you can i don't luckily thank god i was born without feelings yeah and no you that's can, you are you lucky can, you i can say whatever you want same with me man yeah exactly good good lord am but i you grateful do, you do correct me anyways well, um, well thank you yeah, thank yeah. you mr yeah. glass I didn't want to work out that much. Kind of the motivation. No, yeah. but, you, but anyways 
When you correct my pronunciation, yeah. Ken, are you sitting there going, he's an idiot? He's so stupid. And it's not usually your pronunciation. It's a wonder that he, he still knows how to feed himself. <laughs> From idiot win. <laughs> From idiot win. Is that what you're thinking? Are you singing idiot win to yourself? I'm always singing idiot win to myself. Yeah. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have an NDA? Hey, Ken, Andy, how's it going? It's me, your boy. Hey, it's our boy. It's who? Our yeah, boy. how you guys doing? It's our boy. I don't know what that means. Do you? He's our boy. Well, tell me what that means. He's, it's just like. You know, your boy. I'm your boy. What something, does that mean? Like he's a, he's a, like a fan? He's a listener? Yeah, he's our pal. Oh, he must have spent too much time up in Toronto, Andy. He lost track of all the American slang. Back to American slang? <laughs> Kinda, yeah, your yeah. boy. <laughs> okay, well, you two enjoy yourself. I think it's time to do another Teach Andy slang Yeah, show. I'll be sitting over here when you two are done <laughs> all chatting, right, so, it, chatting up each other. So, my boy, have you signed an NDA? My boy. I have. In my life, I have signed two of them in two different industries. In which industries? One was in the music industry. Yes. And the other was for a clinical drug trial. Ooh. Both very tasty. Tell us about the music industry NDA. So that one was basically don't give out information of, you know, mildly famous people or their publicists. Well, um, what was your, wait, what? To a lot of information, a lot of uh, precious or potentially uh, dangerous information right. is given to the wrong hands. So Sounds like you're talking about Rod Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, he's talking about Rod Stewart. Uh, now, uh, wait, what was your position? What was your position? Uh, uh, just an intern. You were an intern at a, at a music, at a publisher, at a publicist or an agent, a manager? So, uh, I guess it was a non-profit organization that works with a lot of labels and uh, artists and uh, publishers and stuff like that. Sounds like you're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. It might be. I yeah. And, and what happened when Rod Stewart went there? What secret did they not want to get yeah, out about tell Rod Stewart? Us, tell us something. Give us a little hint. Give us a taste. You know, it's, um, it's a secret use, really. It's uh, it's formula. It, it keeps him uh, young. <laughs> well, you, you mean... You mean the blood transfusions yeah, from, the blood. His, from his 17-year-old intern? <laughs> the blood boys. Oh, yeah. I, I've said too much. <laughs> no, really. No, seriously. What? Just give us like a, just a taste, just a hint at the kind of thing you're not supposed you're, to be telling you're us. You're actually right on the money. Uh, blood of the innocent is one of the ingredients. <laughs> Dear God, I don't believe a word you're saying. Okay, what was the other NDA? The other one, I was supposed to go uh, have a clinical trial for, uh, basically, I was going to take mushrooms in a lab setting. Nice. Like and, psychedelic mushrooms? Oh, yeah, baby. And, wow. but, but you never got a chance to, uh, to uh, complete the trial? I know. Can you believe it? They disqualified me. Why? Because he's an FMU fan? Yeah, something like that. No, uh, I can't smoked... really quite remember. They wanted something very specific, and I just uh, didn't fit the mold. Yeah, you probably smoked too much pot. Yeah, that was one of the things. I that... had to uh, get a, a clean test for that, and that was difficult. You know, Ken, you know. Yeah, yeah. or, or you are probably on antidepressants, which uh, will negate the effect of psychedelics. Well, Ken keeps an intern on staff here, on, on salary, actually, just for the uh, urine, just for the, the past uh, blood. <laughs> Not urine just test. the urine, the blood, too. Yeah. He just sits upstairs. He, he does nothing all day. Plays video games. And uh, about twice a week, Ken needs some blood or urine. Well, you need the clean yeah. urine, but you need the young blood. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a secret. Chet hates him. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think that's a bit strong. He hates you. I don't. <laughs> I beg to differ. Uh, I had a feeling. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, caller. Those are two very good NDAs. We're looking for anybody else who signed a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, so you can disclose to us what it was that you agreed to keep a secret. Chet, here's your job. You sit in the fifth floor, you play video games, and you stay sober. That's your job. Kind of like a dream job. Yeah. He hates you. All he wants to do is get high. He doesn't have to stay sober. He just, <laughs> he just can't use any weed. The boss might need some of your blood at any given moment without warning. Might. Good Lord. 
Phone number here is 201-209-9368. No, seriously, Chet, we love you. Well, you don't love him. You didn't even learn his name until today. Well, thank God for the name tag policy that you've instituted. Hi, you're on the air. I'm on the air right now. You That's are. You're, with you're, no prelim. Hey, how are you guys doing? Okay. Good. Who's this? I got I got the goods. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm uh, in Hollywood here, and I work on TV commercials and movies. Oh, can you imagine the dirt? TV commercials. Well, and here's the, here's the funny one. is that there's just some very popular things, like you'd go to a rental house or whatever, and um, they'd say, Who, what production company are you working for? And you would say, I can't say. And they'd say, oh, it's Apple, right? <laughs> for, if you worked on anything to do with Apple, you had to sign an NDA every single time you got contact. And you could never even identify your employer? Everyone knew that as soon as you walked in and you said you can't identify your employer, it was either Apple or Google. I mean, those were the only two companies in town that had uh, NDAs for, like, everybody that came And what, what exactly what exactly were you doing for Apple? I was working on this, actually, I'm just on the crew. Just on the crew you making know, although, make, making their commercials. Enough, I was uh, working the sound department. I worked on a TV commercial, I think, for the Lisa, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow, and that goes way back. And jobs were there. It was like the first commercial they ever made for those guys. That goes but way the, back. For the, the what? NDA, for the Lisa, the first uh, computer. I with celebrities on these commercials. That's one of the first home computers and uh, that Jobs uh, Right, that and jobs I, like, you don't realize really? that you were yeah. there at history until many years later. Like, wait a second, I remember being a raptor. You know, if you had taken a Lisa home in a box, an uh, unboxed Lisa, you'd be a rich man. I didn't even know it. You know, I worked on a commercial for the cloud a number of years ago, and I had no idea what that was. I remember I worked on a commercial for clean coal. It was actually an anti-clean coal like Coal commercial was there's no such thing as clean coal. Right, it's but an environmental group. But of course, NDA not to talk about it because it was right near a uh, election cycle. But wait, now, do you really have any like secrets that would that would damage any of these companies? Like really? No, you and you 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 couldn't. I mean, although Apple was so micromanaged by Jobs that we were working on the, they would shoot a pre-commercial for a commercial. And they, we got, uh, my friend was in the art department, and he got notice from Apple, like, there was a lamp in the back of the room in the, you know, in the test commercial that Mr. Jobs would like you to find because he thought it was great. I mean, well, that was his, but that was his forte. He was a designer, you know, first. But, and... Yeah, but, you know, you're working with your, uh, you know, I know Bob Dylan told me never to drop names, but I'm going to do this because I'm on the radio, I will drop a name. You'd work with your, like, you know, Jennifer Lopez, uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Like these are actresses, these Ken. All these are singer-actresses. All the Jennifers. NBA, yeah. So you couldn't come on the radio years later and say, you know, which one was a real bitch and which one wasn't. Um, Lopez. Both of them Lopez okay, was the Jennifer bitch. Jennifer Lopez was a little... Uh, Lopez had the attitude. She's a diva. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the Michael Jordan one, you get on set, like, not only did you just have to sign the NBA, but you couldn't, like... Don't look at him. Don't, don't yeah. make, you know, with those types. Don't of make things. eye contact oh, with yeah, Michael Really? Jordan. Yeah, you yeah. weren't supposed to make eye contact but with. You, you're there, and it's like it's all like set up around the um, you know, the production. So worried because he just walks right up to you and like, hey, how you? You know, he's like, he's no, you avert your eyes. You look down. You have no problem. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't. Oh, don't play. Don't play games. You look down when Michael Jordan approaches. You well, don't. Mike, make Mike Myers was famous for. <laughs> Seriously demanding that nobody look him in the eye. I don't believe a word of it. But you know, you kind of get it because like if if you're the center of attention and you're on set and every single person there wants to like have an interaction with you and you're just like, you know, you got to go poop or you want to get a cup of coffee and like you have to say hello to everything. You know, I get it. I get that end of it. But, uh, See, if Jennifer Lopez had to had to uh, relieve herself, Ken. Yeah, uh-huh. she couldn't. She couldn't just stop along and and talk to every she crew member. Cool. She kind of boned me because I was a, a, a sound gun. I had to put a wire on her, and she she wouldn't let me do it. And finally, like uh, she gets on set, and I'm waiting for it, and I'm waiting for it, and I'm waiting for it. We get on set, and she said, "I'm about to put it on her." And she goes, "Like, can my assistant do it?" And I'm like, "Oh, jeez." Yeah, just what I need, you know. What an attitude. That Jennifer Lopez. Well, I mean, you heard it here. No, but then she's so cool that, like, 
the first thing she does when a crew's like, we're about to shoot, she looks at me and she goes like, I really boned you, didn't I? She said it in much more abrupt language. And so at least it was a cool acknowledgement that she knew, like, you know, she got huh. a phobia about, I guess, people touching her. So. Yeah, well, I mean, to put a microphone on somebody, don't you have to, like, reach up under their shirt, you know, for, to you run? You know, the- it's very intimate, and I'd always, like, if it was in any kind of, you know, if it wasn't a dude, I always had a witness there. Yeah. That type of stuff, because... You know, if someone's wearing skimpy clothing, and you. I mean, you sh- you should have had you should have had another like, woman named Jennifer do it. Should have Jennifer well, Aniston run the microphone for Jennifer Lopez. That's right. You Ken. know, yeah, they were both in the houses in Malibu, strangely enough. Wow, this guy has all the dirt. Yeah, he yeah well, he has all know, the dirt. It's meaningless dirt, you know. Yeah, this is what we wanted. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> all right, I just knew you guys were doing what you wanted. If it had some like so you heard it here. This is it. Okay, you heard it here, guys. What have we learned from, the, what have we really learned from that guy? That what? Steve Jobs was uh, sort of uh, very particular about the design, the set design. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez would rather have her assistant put on the uh, body mic. That's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. So that's what you learned here. If you didn't tune into this show, you'd you'd go to bed without. But, but knowing then that. she was frank and blunt with him. It, it sounds like she kind of redeemed herself. She's okay, that Jennifer Lopez. At the end, she was okay. Yeah. It's like the end of Gatsby. J- at, the end, at the end, Gatsby was okay. J-Lo, you can call her. Call her J-Lo. Have you learned anything from any of these people that signed NDAs today? Anything of interest? Yes. Tell me. I'm keen to learn. I don't, what? Well, that last listener confer- really? confirmed what I thought about Jennifer Lopez. That she has a house in Malibu? And she's tough but fair. How can we get this and owl she does, back? And she doesn't want stinky sound guys reaching up under her blouse. Suppose a listener has been listening for 40 minutes. Yeah. How can they get their time back? They have to save their receipt. They have to uh, send it to my mother here at the radio station. And she'll arrange for 40 minutes to be somehow added to their life yep. lifespan. Just send it to Mrs. Friedman, WFMU, P.O. Box 2011. Jersey City, New Jersey, 07303. You go, Ken. Oh, she'll make good on it. You go, girl. We're uh, looking for anybody else. No, we're not. (laughs) Signed. No, we're not. I am. Wait. All right, what what do you want to do for the last 15 minutes? Has anything of interest been shared with us? Yes. Tell me something. Yeah, that that one listener scientist that you can vape, that you can vape and 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 absorb more vitamins. Yeah, vaping. Yeah, vaping B twelve is better than swallowing B twelve. That uh, grass that only grows an inch and a half already exists. Uh, that uh, there's people who want to make edible soap out there. That yeah. uh, Michael Jordan is uh, doesn't like to be looked at. You've heard other radio shows, right? Jennifer Lopez. Like, they're so interesting. Tough but fair. People tune in. Great sense of humor. All things considered, all those NPR shows. People love them. Yuck. What are we doing wrong? This sucks. Oh, man. What are we doing right? We're not NPR. That's one of the things we're doing right. That's almost our motto, isn't it? (laughs) We're not NPR. Yep. No. We never have been, and we never will be. Thank God for that. Because they're so interesting. Oh, my God. All you want to do is, like, pay attention. If by pay attention you mean fall asleep, yes. Hey, let's do that next week. Here's what I offer <laughs> next week. Wait, here's what I offer next week. Okay. Because I'm 68 years old. Yeah, you want to go to sleep. No, no, no. It would be a contest. Right. A listener can bring in a baby Okay. that has gone without a nap that day. Okay. okay, it's next Wednesday. All right. A baby that should have napped but missed its afternoon nap. You bring that baby in. So it can't be prearranged. Okay, you just bring a baby in. We'll okay. just put out a call for a baby. All right. And I believe I can fall asleep faster than that baby. You put a baby down, there'll be a cot for me, there'll be a little crib for the baby, and you can monitor us. You can put some kind of you can put some kind of monitor on us. And to, then what goes on? What goes out over the air? You put, oh, you do whatever you want to do. You put together the most interesting show you could possibly put out. Go ahead, I challenge you. For any topic, any topic, 
you want. So the idea is that we would. You can't keep me up. I will fall asleep before that baby. That's my idea for a new game show. Yeah. I'm going to pitch that to Network to Broadcast That is a Television. good idea. So you think you can nap. That's my title. <laughs> That's a great title. I can nap anywhere, anytime. Yeah, so we just need a brainwave monitor. Yeah. So that we can. And you can, you, buddy, you can go to 11 on what you think on the most interesting topic, the topic you've been saving for, uh, for the marathon. Uh-huh. Anything you want to talk about. Okay. I'm gone. I guarantee it. All right, so you just arranged for the baby, and, and we're, we're, we're... I need a baby that should have napped earlier that day. Well, nobody's going to keep their baby up for this purpose. Well, I, I bet they will. What have you got to offer the parents of this baby? I can... We can well, would you offer them a, their own radio show, a time slot? No. A nice, juicy time slot? Nope. Drive time, time slot? Nope. Sunday afternoon? Nope. Three hours? Did you bring anything back from Toronto that you might be able to give them? What would you want? What would you want from Toronto? Um, a, a little paperweight of the CN Tower. Of the revolving restaurant? Yeah. I, I did that with Josh and Miles. Hey, d- did I tell you that we got, it was just kind of luck of the draw. We, uh, Josh and Miles and I got to sit at the table with the knob on it that, so Miles could control the speed of the restaurant. Oh, the rotating restaurant at, yeah. the, at the top of the CN Tower? Yeah, one table has the, has the knob, has, has the control. Has the speed knob. Yeah. So how fast did he? Oh, my God, he was whipping us around. Food was flying against the, against the outer wall. It was fantastic. It's amazing. People were screaming. It was like a centrifugal ride at the carnival. Like a tilt. Miles, Jesus, Miles, turn it down. Everyone was yelling. Sounds like the tilt-a-whirl. It was so fun. I'm surprised. The that CN they... Tower. Yeah, I'm surprised that they... Uh, they actually discontinued. They actually disconnected that knob as soon as uh, we left. I, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. He, they, according to them, he abused the privilege. But how old is he? He's nine. So he's, he's allowed to abuse the privilege. Between you and me? It was just between you and me? Uh-huh. I, was, I was really proud of the boy. <laughs> he cranked it up. Cranked it up to 11. Good for him. Yeah. Did you guys get to finish eating your People meal? People were screaming down. You could hear them from the street. They were also pointing, screaming, calling the fire department. Yeah, did anybody get whirled out of a window? It's like, it like a plate on one of those, uh, you know, those big long poles being twirled around. Uh, that's well, the CN Tower, the revolving restaurant. Yeah. Well, that was Andy's little CN Tower bit. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Oh, you are so mean to me. I drive an hour here. I'm only mean to, I'm mean because I love you. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Phone number here is 201-209-9368. We're looking for anybody who's signed a non-disclosure agreement. We will dis- disguise your voice when you call. And Maybe. then we will milk you for every secret you have, every dirty secret you've you, been holding. You want to know something that, that's really uh, disturbing to me is that I've recognized three of the callers, <laughs> despite the fact that their voices were disguised. Well, that's not. Well, why would you even share that information? Well, I, I didn't say who they were. Yeah, I didn't say who they were. Oh, but now no one will call. Well, I'm not announcing who they oh are. Oh, my God. All right, fine. And you say you've never signed an NDA. Even when you were, uh, you know, well, I signed. Well, the contracts I sign for studios and production companies—they're long contracts. They're twenty pages long. Yeah, they probably have. And NDAs. it takes a year to negotiate each one. Yeah. And I, I never have read the uh, the small. Print. Exactly, but your lawyer reads it, right? Yeah. So there might be elements of NDA. Yeah, I mean, you're not allowed to start revealing plot points and. Or jokes I probably can't disparage uh, the the company after. Uh, yeah. After the production. Go ahead and disparage one of them. I. I'll disguise your voice. Well. Hang on a second. Um, all right. I'm, I'm here with nobody in particular. And uh, My name is Mandy. Mandy Kleckman. Well, hello, Mandy. Hello, Ken. Uh, I understand you've signed uh, a non-disclosure agreement. 
I've worked for a number of studios and production companies, and I guess I have signed NDAs. They were probably folded into my employment contract. And did these contracts uh, contain a non-disparagement clause? They very well may have. Would you like to disparage one of those people right now since you're completely anonymous here, Mandy? Yes. Go ahead. I suffered an I suffered sexual harassment at every single one of them every company I've ever worked for. It wasn't what they said to me. It was more how they said it. What was the nature of the sexual harassment? It was just their tone of voice. I could tell they were lusting after me. Made me very uncomfortable. Did you report it to HR? No. Well, how long ago was this, Mandy? <laughs> it's an ongoing problem. Well, because you know that there A is... A day doesn't go by where I don't sense that people are disrespecting me. I should have an AR HR guy on my payroll 24-7. I would just be complaining to him all day long. Is there an HR guy here at WFMU? Well, I do have an assistant named Chet, and you could, yeah. you could borrow Chet. For yeah. Him. You mean between transfusions? Yes. I could talk to Chet. Well, thanks, thanks a lot for chatting with us, Mandy. Ken, it was me, Andy. No way. No way that wasn't you. No, that's why. That Didn't you think Mandy Kleckman? Didn't you, didn't you, oh didn't you recognize Oh, my God. No, I didn't even get that. Of course, Mandy Kleckman. And didn't you see my lips moving? I wasn't even looking at you. I was looking at the chat board. Jeez. I'm going to give you permission to make eye contact with me. I'm tired of you looking away. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Candy and Candy, I got through. Hey, who's this? Oh, this is. Um, don't say your name. Wait, don't. We don't want to know your name. Oh yeah, I don't want to know your name. Sorry. Have you signed an yeah. NDA? Oh, I've signed many of them. I, I do a lot of contract work, and that's pretty standard. What kind of contract? Are you a lawyer? No, no. This is all. This similar to a lot of other people. It seems to be in technology. You know whether. And do you have any secrets? Now, do you have any really, really juicy secrets that would? titillate us and make this show oh say interesting no you know i think other people had some some good ones a lot of them do it as, as protection of course they just don't want you going to a competitor or anything right away but probably the most nefarious thing that i see in a lot of ndas is that they also will slip in intellectual property ownership clauses do you mean, any, do you mean anything? Like anything that you use to make the work for them, right. they want to own those processes. Now, even well, if it's even, in, though, even if you develop something at home and you're in your on your own time, yeah, if it's used to make the the, the work product that they want for them. Wow. You know, so whether that's some creative process, or you've heard um, I do some software, whether it's a you know some software functionality. Now, did, did that or, did that mean you pulled your punches when you were on the job? If you had a good idea and you thought it might uh, pay off uh, at another company down the road? Well, usually I, I'll, I'll try to negotiate back and strike those clauses out. Because a lot of times I think some people, if they're not used to it, they don't read the full NDA. And they assume it's just a standard NDA. Like, hey, we'll tell you secrets. You'll tell us secrets. We won't share those secrets. But they'll flip, they'll call it an NDA and flip in a lot of other contract language. Did you know, there. Ken? It'll did you know called NDA, an NDA? Did you know NDAs were negotiable like that, Ken? Uh, I assumed any any kind of contract is negotiable. This is Ken. I assumed. 
I assume. <laughs> Any kind of contact can get to us. That's Ken. If it's That's smug, what you sound if like. it's smugness coming out of exactly. you. Exactly. I assume. I knew that. You didn't tell me anything new. That's Ken. That's my friend Ken. It's an uncanny imitation. Yeah, I do it at parties. Now, probably yeah. the, the most successful one is uh, a client one time, they were they were kind of lazy, and they just said, well, we won't modify it. We'll just trust you that, we, that you won't disclose anything. Well, that's the biggest mistake they ever made, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I you know, I haven't, I haven't disclosed until tonight. Much until tonight, relationship. Well, let's, but... we're going to take one more call. Maybe right. we'll maybe we'll stumble right, blindly cheers. into something juicy. Thanks, caller. There's Hi. been nothing. There's been really nothing earth-shattering. Oh come on! There's revealed. been all sorts of amazing stuff. Oh shit! Edible soap, non-growing grass. Wait, I contributed the non-growing grass idea. J Lo, Michael Jordan. Yeah, J Lo. Jennifer Aniston. J-Lo would rather be groped by a woman. Okay, let's take another call. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have an NDA that you've signed? Yes, I do. I signed an NDA with the toy industry (gasps) with a particular employer, and I was hired to analyze the alcohol sensors that are used in breathalyzers and try to come up with some kind of a game. Oh, that's a great idea. Wow. That's a great idea. That's a great uh, mechanic. It's like a crystal that you breathe into and it changes the resistance depending on the alcohol content. And then a filament heats the crystal up. For the so the, they, wanted to, they wanted to adapt that device into sort of a, a family-friendly game. Well, so what I suggested, yes. I was drinking scotch a, a drinking and hard game. cider yes. and wine throughout the whole day. So I was getting hammered while I'm working on this. And at the end of the day, the boss said... Well, what do you have? And I said, this is a product that you keep in a bar, and there's a little tray, and you set up a bunch of shot glasses, and you have to hold a left handle and a right handle and press the buttons down. But first you take a shot, and it says, ah, come on, drink more. You drink a bunch of shots, and when the machine senses that you're drunk enough, a pair of clamps, oh, and you have to breathe into the breathalyzer. So the... When it senses that you're drunk enough, a pair of clamps would hold your hands in place, squirt Ipecac in your mouth. Dear God, that's your so that, that you was your pitch? No, roll up no, 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 here's the pitch. Oh, wait, turn this guy off. Okay, here's the pitch. Thanks, caller. Andy's going to tell you what was wrong with that. Okay, here's the pitch. You get a breathalyzer, yeah. and uh, here's the game. Uh, it's, a, it's a drinking game. Yeah. You have fraternities, bars, right? Yep, yep. People are drinking. You try to you bet. It's a betting game. You try to bet on how drunk Ken is. To, yeah. Right now at this minute. That's great. You try to guess what Ken's score would be. Oh my God! It's and, fantastic. And, and it's ever closer. I'd play uh, that when, game. That's a great game. I'd play that game every night. The breathalyzer game. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you package Come it. Come on, man! You got to start your toy company up again. Just for this. To do this, yeah. That that kind of excites me. Yeah, great to have you back, Andy. Great to be back. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount I have to Hope. drive home now. It's an hour all the way home. In New York City and Rockland so County. Wait, I'm sorry. Just to, re- just to recap. Yeah. It's an hour here. Yep. An hour an hour driving here. Yeah. Then an hour here uh-huh. on the air. Right. And then an hour driving home. Right. I'm in transit Three hours. twice. Right. Yeah. I'm in transit for twice as long as I'm at work. Yeah. What kind of job is that? Do you want to know the answer? Yeah. It's not a rhetorical question. There's an answer. It's a sucky job. Gotcha. Sucky. Sucky it is. Stay tuned for Weekly World Blues. We all have sucky jobs. Every DJ here. What are we doing? Baby! 
And this is the sound of the blue scale. The blue scale is very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case, I was playing A. Blues come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain. Now I heard the warden say, I had one more day, one last meal before they let me away. And he said, if we ain't got it, we'll go out and get it. You don't have to go till we come back with it. So I said, give me two dinosaurs. A saber tooth, a tiger stick, a whole hippopotamus, well baked, two cross-eyed, catfish, and some wavy gravy in the left-hand dish. Now go and get my dinner, go and get my dinner. You ain't got it, go out and get it. I ain't going till you come back with it. A captivating cup of crap, a down till. A purple watermelon and alligator pill. A bottle of mellow mountain mist and a female banana. I can't resist. Now go and get my dinner. Go and get my dinner. You ain't got it. Go out and get it. I ain't going till you come back with it. Oh, yeah. 
cocktail in the breeze, Alamo. A barbecue with brick of chocolate ice cream. Bring me a plate of stewed moonbeam. Now go and get my dinner. Go and get my 